It's the Kim Monson Show, analyzing the most important stories. I find that it takes work to get your brain around these ideas, and it takes work to engage in these conversations. The latest in politics and world affairs. With what is happening down at the State House, I used to think that it was above my pay grade to read the legislation, and it's not. Today's current opinions and ideas. I see big danger in as much as we will be giving an unelected bureaucrat the power to make rules about what we inject into our body. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed, let's have a conversation and welcome to the Kim Munson Show. I am Kim Munson. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured, you're valued, you have purpose today. Strive for excellence, take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. This team I get to work with is producer Steve, Zach, Patty, Keith, Jen, and Charlie. All the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Thursday, producer Steve. Thank you, I'm back at you. And it is one of my favorite days. It is Liberty Toastmasters Day. On the Kim Munson Show, in studio with me is Terry Goon. She is the president of Liberty Toastmasters North, and uh, always get great comments. People learn so much from this show. Good morning, Kim. Yes, I love this show myself. I listen to it all the time, and uh, Toastmasters is a great opportunity to, to go and learn how to speak about liberty and the principles of liberty. Well, the other thing I was thinking about it, Terry, as I was coming in, is at Liber- now I'm I'm a member of Liberty Toaster Toastmasters Denver. You're the president of Liberty Toastmasters North, which you meet up in Longmont, correct? That's correct. <clears throat> the second and the fourth Saturdays of each month. And what I've found over all these years, because it does make effort, uh, our meetings on, are on Saturday mornings, and there are some days it's like, oh, I have a lot I could do instead of this. But I am so glad every time I attend. Because I learned so much kicking around big ideas with people, even though you may not agree with them, there's a camaraderie that occurs and and really a friendship. There's many of us, we may not agree on many things. Um, There's things that we do agree on. But I just thought about the friendships. I thought about coming in here, being on the air with you, having these big conversations. You get to know people's hearts. And there's something really special about that. I agree, I agree with that, absolutely. And I, I wonder if part of it is we do not criticize, but we, we give feedback to people and their speeches. So we're, we're kind of on a, we're getting to know each other at a, at a deeper level than just kind of surface where mm-hmm. you're, you know, you, you, you go about your business day by day and you're complimenting each other and good job. Well, we go deeper. Good job, but, mm-hmm. and and say, you know, we, we give feedback in, an, in a way that allows people to improve their speaking skills. And uh, so we would encourage people to join us as uh, guests. So Liberty Toastmasters Denver is meeting this weekend, meet at the Independence Institute in Denver. And then where do you meet up in Longmont? At the American Legion on South Bowen. Okay. So we'll talk with uh, several of our <clears throat> our colleagues in the third and fourth segment. There's uh, They have some big subjects that they can bite off on that. But before we get into all that, there's other things that we need to do. And first of all, be sure and check out my website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. Last week, we rolled out a couple of great op-eds, one by Alan Thomas, and he uh, called it Court Complacency. And the fact that Stephen Breyer is announced that he's going to retire from the Supreme Court, I'm really not surprised uh, from a strategic 
standpoint, the Democrats really need to do this. He's in his 80s. This gives Biden the opportunity to appoint a much younger Supreme Court judge. And, of course, those appointments are for life. And so from a strategic standpoint, it seems to make sense, Terry. I agree. I'm surprised, actually, he took this long before announcing. Right. Um, I think they thought they had some time. But, of course, the midterms are coming up. I don't really see how Republicans could thwart a Supreme Court pick. However, they could probably be very active in who that is and who is not. So, again, strategically, it makes sense to get this done before the 2022 election. Yeah, for them, I, I, I definitely agree. I can't imagine that there would be a stopping, you know, we're, we're not going to let this go through. Right. So, so we'll see. should yeah. be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Patty Kurgan has written a, a very excellent op-ed as well. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. But uh, I did not realize this, but that Colorado was basically the first state in 1967 that made abortion legal. And so Patty's really done a great research piece on this. So you might want to check that out as well. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com. And thank you to all of you who support us. Uh, Terry, we're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through this lens of freedom versus force force versus freedom. Something's a good idea. You shouldn't have to force people to do it. And socialism is not about free stuff. That's just the carrot to get you to vote for it, Terry. So let's uh, go ahead and jump into our quote for today. And it is, here we go. I'm going to let you take it. I need to clear my voice here. Democracy, this is by James Madison. Democracies have been found incompatible with personal security or the rights of property. And in general, been as short in their lives as they have been violent in their death. Producer Steve, we have been talking about our democracy. Uh, Pelosi, many of the Democrats talk about our democracy. And James Madison, really, we understood that democracies are really mob rule. It's 50% plus one. And the founding fathers looked at this. They understood it. And so important quote by James Madison, Terry. I agree. And you're, you're right. I mean, there's always that joke about the uh, two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for dinner. And that would be democracy. Mob mm. rule. Yeah. Okay. Producer Steve, any comments? Uh, well, uh, I think you, you started to go down this, this track. All the prominent Democrats, and maybe the not so prominent as well, have been just using the same phrase over and again. If they don't get to do what they want to do, it'll be the death of our democracy. And, you know, you ring the bell so many times, and after a while you get people's attention, but maybe not the way you wanted it. People actually starting to look at it. It's like, wait a minute. That is not the death of our democracy. And, you know, whatever happened to our republic in the first place? And we're a democratic constitutional republic. Yeah. And the reason is, is so that we do not stomp all over the minority. And uh, our founding fathers thought a lot about this clearly. Uh, it's so frustrating to me, Terry Goon, that we are not teaching this in our our curriculum, in our social studies cu- uh, curriculum. And you may be aware, right now there is an opportunity. I meant to do it yesterday. So I'm going to do it today to make comments regarding the social studies curriculum here in Colorado. And it needs to be done by February 1st. And uh, go to freebolder.org. Uh, We had Kathy Russell on earlier this week. She has gone through and really dissected uh, what is in this new standards. And, Terry, this, I, I, 
I couldn't put my finger on this for a long time as my kids were coming home from school, as I was having conversations with young students. <clears throat> there was this, um, they were teaching instead of the uh, creativity and flourishing of the American idea, how the pie can get bigger and bigger. It's been this narrative of scarcity and then people fighting for these scarce resources. And that is what the current curriculum is teaching here in Colorado. So we can understand why we have so many problems. You can see why kids would have mental health issues if they think that there's only a finite pie and everybody's going to fight over it. And uh, so uh, that is really one of the big, I think, rubs right now, Terry, is the American idea is one of prosperity and, and thriving and flourishing or this other one of scarcity. Your thoughts? Well, I, I agree with that. And I, I don't have children myself, but I do. I, I, I'm friends with a young lady who one time came to me that she, something she had learned in school, that capitalism was the source of poverty. I was like, what are, you, are you kidding me? Let me give you a, a few words of advice, you yeah. know? And, and I went on a, a tear about capitalism, which is part of liberty. I mean, capitalism and liberty are hand in hand. Mm-hmm. They are a requirement together. And it has to do with individual rights, not democracy, but individual rights and the government protecting and keeping, keeping our capitalism protected. Terry, what was the age of that young lady? She was 13. Oh, okay. 13, 14. But... It, no matter what her age, isn't that a great example of the void that of what is not being taught? Yes. I mean, how, how could you possibly come up with that that conclusion? And it had to be implanted. It had to be you know brainwashed. Well, and that is, and we had Ben Martin on yesterday. We're going to do a whole series on America's founders, and I and they they don't even mention in this new curriculum some of our great American founders, which is astounding. So we all have to have some homework to do each day, and your homework today would be go to go to that piece at freebolder.org. Uh, Kathy actually has the link where you can make comments, and we all need to go and do that because the due date on that is. February 1st. Producer Steve? Well, I was just thinking, uh, we don't want to put anything more on our uh, uh, website guy, but wouldn't that be a great addition? Kim's homework assignment for the day. Oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let Zach know that you're thinking of more things yeah, for him I'm to do. Yeah, I'm probably going to get something from Zach. <laughs> Okay, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll talk about the bill of the day. Before we do that, though, Liberty Toastmasters is a great partner of the show, uh, Terry Goon, and it's always, we don't do call-ins, and so this is the closest we get to that, and that's also, I think, one of the perks of being one of the members is you have this opportunity to do that and really test what you're, you're learning on the air. So that's, uh, that's always a, a great day to do that. Before we do that, though, another great uh, sponsor of both of the shows is Hooters Restaurants. And they have five locations, Lone Tree, Westminster, Aurora, Colorado Springs, and Loveland. Last night, Producer Steve, all the girls came over, and we actually had quite an evening because all of the Douglas County uh, candidates for sheriff were there. Uh, Laura Thomas sent a surrogate because she already had another commitment, but uh, Tony Fabian, her husband, did a great job. John Anderson, Holly Kluth, and Darren Weekly. Uh, but I got the uh, Wednesday special, 20 wings. You get 10 for free from Hooters Restaurants. <laughs> yeah, and uh, 
I, I could tell something was big was going over in your your neck of the woods again. The, <laughs> the lights. Well, the lights, the sirens, and, and then the clouds of tear gas. That, that's that's the worst part. Yeah, right, with all the sheriff's candidates there. Yeah. Right, right, right. <clears throat> but anyway, Hooters Restaurants also has great specials, and be sure and check those out. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back with Terry Goon. With the federal government printing money, it looks like inflation is on the horizon. That is why you should lock in a low rate now on your mortgage. Lauren Levy with Polygon Financial Group is here to help. Lauren works with a variety of lenders to assist you in finding the mortgage that is just right for you. Locking in a low rate now will save you thousands of dollars over the life of your loan. Don't procrastinate. Don't wait any longer. Call Lauren today at 303-880-8881. That's 303-880-8881. You'd like to get in touch with one of Kim Munson's sponsors, but you can't recall their phone number. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Don't miss your chance to hear from the Republican Senate candidates as they go up against Senator Michael Bennett. Longmont Republican Women present a Republican Senate candidate forum on Saturday, January 29th at Twin Peaks Charter Academy in Longmont. Doors open at 6 p.m., dinner is provided, and forum starts promptly at 7 p.m. Tickets cost $35, and no tickets will be sold at the door. Our very own Kim Munson will be moderating, so you don't want to miss it. Get your tickets at longmontrepublicanwomen.org today. Once again, find more information and get your tickets at longmontrepublicanwomen.org. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Terry Goon, a couple of really great things are going on tonight. The Colorado Hispanic Republicans are hosting a gubernatorial forum. And uh, that information is on my website. Uh, you can uh, click. There's the uh, you know, the the button where you can click and buy your your ticket on that, and then on Saturday night, the Longmont Republican Women, along with the Boulder County Republican Women and the Boulder County GOP, is sponsoring a senatorial campaign. I get to uh, co-moderate that with Marshall Dawson, who is a member of Liberty Toastmasters North. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a great event, and you can also we have the uh, flyer and the link on my website as well, where you can buy tickets. It's going to be a great event. I'm excited for it. Uh, listening to you and Marshall ask the right kinds of questions that these we need to hear from these people. I've listened to some of the, well, at least one other senatorial de- uh, forum that was had. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Longmont has to offer. Well, and, and Tara Menza is doing a great job yeah. on organizing this. And the, the girls last night had, had, looked, uh, had watched a few of these other forums or... I've been to them, and they asked me if I'd watched any. I said, you know what? I have not. I want to be completely unbiased as we do, we do this. So I'm really excited about it, and that's going to be on Saturday night. And, again, people can buy their tickets. You can go to my website to find those. I think today is the last day for buying tickets oh, as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, they're okay. trying to plan ahead for the, the, the food? meals. Yeah, so I think today is the last day. That's always helpful to know how many people are coming so that there's plenty of food. <laughs> so, okay, let's go ahead and jump into our bill of the day. Patty, our researcher, does such a great job in watching what's happening down at the legislature. And this is Senate Bill 22033. And it's a retail liquor store minimally processed food. 
And it says, current law limits, with some exceptions, the amount of non-alcohol products a retail liquor store may sell by limiting the amount of annual gross revenues derived from the sale of non-alcohol products to 20% of the store's total annual gross sales revenues. Before we move on, Terry... Why does government get to say this? Is this not the goofiest thing in the world? <laughs> when you handed this to me, I wondered, wait, we have a law about that? What's going on? I tell you, but okay, continuing on. <clears throat> it says the bill adds fruit, vegetables, nuts, and meat, if not substantially modified, to the list of items a retail liquor store may sell without including the sales revenues from those products in the calculation of the 20% limit. These food items may be cut, canned, dried, frozen, shelled, or packaged. Now, one, I guess one could say this is a step towards freedom, that a liquor store could add this to their repertoire, but do you not find it absolutely astonishing that it says that it can only be certain products, it can't be overprocessed? Uh, Terry, I'm going to ask you what you think. Then, Steve, you you look like you have uh, something to say, too. My response is the same as Terry's. We need a law for this? But go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. I digress. <laughs> well, I was just wondering, you know, you, you mentioned that it's a step towards freedom, and it kind of is. The problem is is that if, if you're getting that freedom, that right, from the government, they have every ability to take it away as well, and therein you lose your freedom. So talk about COVID. Well, and one of the things that they say they're doing this is because there's, quote, unquote, food deserts in some of these neighborhoods or possibly in rural Colorado. Well, one has to ask why there might be food deserts. You look at uh, these different cities that have not made sure that their communities are safe. They've demonized the police. Uh, You've seen stores that have closed at certain hours or closed down totally. Uh, I think there were some drugstores out in California I'm not going to say the names because I'm not sure exactly, but they said, we're not going to do business here anymore because there's not safe communities. Uh, So I think there's a bigger problem why there might be some food deserts. And then also government is saying right here, what kind of food that they can offer. It doesn't matter if it gets sold or if this is what the neighborhood wants. This is the food we're going to allow you to sell because this is what we think is best for you. Exactly. So that's pretty well uh, <coughs> understanding what's another going great on there. Ex- <clears throat> excuse me. Another great example of how a generally maybe a good idea goes off the rails when they start specifying percentages and then start listing the types of foods and whatnot. Let it let it be up to the entrepreneur. Why, you did, think? why does I, do I need government telling me this? Well, and don't you think then people will will decide what they want to buy and what they don't want to buy. This is a step in the right direction. However, it's not really a freedom move. The the real freedom move would just to be get, to get rid of all of all of this. One thing I I th- I think this happened back when I was on city council and that's where <clears throat> they changed the law. Again, the law so that grocery stores, only a certain amount of grocery stores, but grocery stores are like a Costco Uh, could offer alcohol. And then what was interesting is I I was concerned that that might then put independent liquor stores out of business. And at that time I said, well, how about liquor stores then could sell food? But they didn't go that way. But uh, So this is government getting 
getting into this whole issue. Step in the right direction, but get government totally out of it. Steve, you're just still shaking your head on that well, one. Well, you know I'm a volunteer at the Railroad Museum, and, and things going off the rails is a big deal. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> watching government go off the rails on things like this is like, well, the end result is the same. Yeah. Ultimately, just let freedom ring on that. <laughs> Uh, another thing, Patty has been keeping uh, tabs on different stats here. And I thought she and I talk about it, and I, I haven't mentioned it on the air. And this is uh, COVID-19 stats. This is Colorado stats as of January 26, 2022. Uh, individual uh, tests were, we've had over 4.6 million COVID tests here in Colorado. Uh, actual number of tests, oh, I guess Individual people tests, they said 4,643,000. Actual number of all tests is 15,700,000. We've had uh, 1.2 million cases, 56,234 hospitalizations, 11,388 deaths. It said 22% available hospital, be- hospital beds were occupied by confirmed and su- suspected COVID patients. 1,527 confirmed COVID-19 patients, 587 vaccinated, 989 unvaccinated. She said this means that 34% of people in the hospital are vaccinated. Pola said about a month ago the state had not gone over 200 vaccinated patients in the hospital. Now it's more than double that number. Uh, I find that very important that we just let people know what those uh, statistics are. Patty's been keeping a, a daily uh, rundown on that, and I haven't shared that, so I thought that was important. Uh, Terry, any comments on that? Not really. I, you know, the, it sounds like being hospitalized with COVID is what Polis is also including with the um, numbers that he's talking about. So, okay. I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I find it hard to believe a lot of the stuff that comes out of the government so yeah i do (laughs) we are all a little suspect on that another thing patty said she received this via email and it says a um, new course a vaccine ambassador course and says let the general public play vaccine policeman the john hopkins school of public health in partnership with the john hopkins consortium for school-based health solutions is offering a free two-hour online course to prepare parents of school-aged children, PTAs, community members, and school staff to be vaccine ambassadors for children. Uh, I think that that should be a great cause for concern as more and more information is coming out regarding vaccines. I was talking with someone the other day, and I don't know where the studies are. Many people... Um, are convinced that if you've gotten the vaccine and then you get COVID, that you will be less sick. That may be the case. I don't know that for sure. But typically vaccines would prevent someone from getting something. Obviously, that is not the case. Because I have heard people that are double vax, boosted, and they get COVID. And so somebody said to me that this is not really a vaccine. It is a treatment And it's remarkable that government is pushing uh, along with schools and who one one has to wonder what kind of grant there might be associated with this with John Hopkins. Just call me cynical. But uh, but here they are uh, pushing for this particular treatment where we know over here other treatments that look like they could be effective. We've had health professionals, hospitals, 
um, deny that, those treatments, as well as we are seeing the whole Neil Young thing with Joe Rogan on Spotify is hysterical, isn't it? Have you watched that at all, Terry? I've, I've heard of it, yes. It is hysterical, and I'm glad to hear that Spotify decided that Neil Young could pounce in. <laughs> you know, and are you missing his music uh, on Spotify, Producer Steve? Poor Mr. Young. He thought he had the upper hand. Ha! <laughs> but, but hey there, Cynical. Based on the story that we, uh, we covered yesterday from Littleton Public Schools, the, the phrase you just used, uh, an ambassador for the vaccine for children, and then line that up with the story we covered yesterday from Littleton Public Schools where they were just, you know, the, the van would pull up to the school and Vaccine bus. I don't know if you heard this. We talked about it yesterday, Terry. Uh, the vaccine mobile vaccine bus went to Heritage High School, and parents had indicated that they were very concerned about that. Uh, had been assured by the superintendent that no kids would be vaccinated without uh, a consent form and, and a parent there, is at least the way it was reported. And two young little undercover teenagers uh, actually filmed that uh, they didn't really have to show their ID, and they were in line to get the jab, and uh, they came forward with that. And um, this whole this whole thing, vaccinating kids without parents' permission, is really, really, really concerning, Terry. That is very concerning. I had not heard that. I'm sorry that I, I missed that show. But having vaccine ambassadors, John Hopkins, this whole focus on the pharmaceutical side of things, on, on these vaccines, for 100 years we have not trust pharmacy companies. Mm-hmm. You know, we think they're out to make money. You've got all these, all our animosity towards the pharmaceutical companies wanting to make money. And here we're just trusting whatever they say. Yes, give these vaccines to children, even though they don't need the treatments. The object to treat a child would be to keep them from spreading COVID, but the vaccines aren't stopping the spread of COVID. It's just treating, you know, perhaps, perhaps. Make, making the disease a little less intense, you know, to, to avoid hospitalization. So what is what is the reason for vaccinating children? I I really don't know. I don't know that for sure. Steve. Well, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, the epitome of all this is uh, coming out of Boston. You probably heard this story. A gentleman who's on the list, uh, waiting line lists for a heart transplant, got bumped off because he had not taken the vaccine as of yet. So here I am awaiting a new heart or a transplant. And uh, now I'm not on the list anymore. Because, because and well, remember it was it this summer here at Anschutz Medical that there was a woman that needed a new kidney. She had a, a friend that was a donor. I think that I think one or both of them had had COVID. They didn't have the vaccine. I don't know actually what happened with that, but they were saying that they were not going to be able to do the surgery. This is a remarkable time. It's an exciting time though, Terry Goon, because the veil is coming off of all of this onerous government. And uh, we, the people, are realizing that everyday people are engaging in this battle of ideas. It's messy, it's complex, and it is very exciting. It is exciting, and it's it's individual. We each have our own motivations for why we do, why we choose what we're choosing. And government is, maybe, are they recognizing that? I don't know, but certainly my neighbors are, people are. We're recognizing that we all have reasons for doing what we're doing, and it's individual, and it's the government's job to protect those. And when we talk about that government should be local, 
many times they people think that that might be your city council. I've really realized that the most local of all government is our individual sovereignty, where we're responsible for ourselves, and uh, and that really was the the American idea. It, yes, and it, it the American part of the American idea was also that this isn't going to work without a good and moral people. Right. So we're doing a gut check on who we are as the character of Americans. That's why Liberty Toastmasters is such a great idea. We're going to go to break. In studio with me is Terry Goon. She is the president of Liberty Toastmasters North. And we'll be talking with some of our colleagues about some big ideas. Before we do that, though, uh, one of my great sponsors, another great sponsor, is Kirsch Insurance Group. And they are specialists in the Medicare arena. And, Terry, this whole Medicare thing is clear as mud to me because government's totally involved in it. That's why you need somebody like Kirsch Insurance Group to help you out with that. Uh, their um, their website is ikirsch.com. That's I-K-I-R-S-C-H.com. And they work with a lot of different companies so they can help you tailor your plan uh, f- that works just for you. Uh, you may have different medications, different things, that, and they can help you out with that. So go to my website or check out com, and we're going to go to break. We'll be right back with Terry Goon. Home ownership and private property rights help you build wealth for you and your family. REMAX Alliance award-winning realtor Karen Levine understands this. Supply is super tight right now. This is why you need a seasoned professional with excellent negotiating skills on your side of the table, whether buying or selling an existing home or buying a new build. As a member of the National Association of Realtors Board of Directors, Karen Levine volunteers hours of her time to help you build your American dream. Call her today at 303-877-7516. Again, that's 303-877-7516. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Americans Veteran Stories with Kim Munson, Sunday afternoons at 3 here on KLZ 560 AM and KLZ 100.7. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I am Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. Today is always, uh, it's a great day when it's Liberty Toastmasters Day here on the show. In studio with me is Terry Goon. She is the president of Liberty Toastmasters North. And we've got a great lineup here of, uh, of people commenting on things. Tell us a little bit about how we come up with these subjects of what we're going to be uh, talking about in our, our table topics here. Well, Liberty Toastmasters itself will follow along with the leadership program of the Rockies, the subject that each, each month the leadership program of the Rockies will have a subject matter. And so our, our table topics, we try to kind of focus on whatever that subject matter is for the month. Now, I'm not sure if that's what you did for today. I, I pulled it. You did? Yeah. So our potential subjects today are about protecting you can you can talk on any of these things, and usually in table topics, there's there's whoever is running table topics will have multiple questions, and they may be about protecting individual rights, understanding what motivates people, how to navigate today's political infrastructure, or what it will take for Americans to reclaim our founding principles. And so we have offered that as uh, potential subjects. People can also choose something else, and so we're ready to go. Who is our first guest? 
Our first guest today is from Liberty Toastmasters in Denver, and that is Anthony Hartsuk. Welcome, Anthony. Thank you. Good morning. How is everyone today? Doing well. So which one of these did you decide that you want to comment on, Anthony? So I'm going to start out with the uh, what does it take for Americans to reclaim our founding principles? And I think we'll find out how that connects to the other subjects that we were just talking about. So to start off with, the bottom line is it requires courage and leadership that has integrity and morals to show Americans and, for that matter, the entire world, how we reclaim our founding principles and our individual rights. People are motivated by leadership and, and courage. You, you follow people that set the, the proper example. I will tell you that after 26 years in the Army, multiple combat tours proved to me without a doubt that courage and leadership is required to motivate people to achieve things greater than themselves. Uh, if you don't have that, they simply won't follow you. You can't force them to follow you. They, you must lead the way so they follow you. President Lincoln of Washington clearly understood this fact. Uh, they knew that it required courage and leadership to motivate not only the citizens of the country at the time, but troops to achieve better things for humanity. Unfortunately, however, our current political environment in both Colorado and D.C. are devoid of leadership and people with integrity. We have just a short list here from our pathetic withdrawal in Afghanistan, the rising cost of inflation and living, the divisive attacks on the ag industry, the energy industry by members of the Polish administration, the insane increase in crime in our state, our country, are just a few examples. The list goes on. Our current political environment is so toxic, we must stop the racial divisions, stop the hatred, and above all, we must stop using government force and propaganda to make people conform. We just we just haven't done that. So we must demand that our elected representatives have the moral courage and integrity to provide leadership to defend individual rights and freedom as they treat everyone with dignity and respect. That is how we motivate Americans to found to go back to our founding principles. It's through leadership and courage. Well, and Anthony, you have decided to step forward and do something very exciting, correct? <laughs> yes, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yep, I'm running for uh, Colorado House District 44 here in Douglas County. And how's that going? It's going great. I was just up at the Lincoln Club yesterday uh, at the talk. George Walker was up there. We were talking about uh, you know just some of the crime issues and freedom. You know, listening to people that talk about freedom and getting back to the, the founding principles. I mean, that's great to see that there's this groundswell that's coming up to eliminate this government force and go back to the founding principles. Well, and, and Anthony, it is rather remarkable here in Colorado. Did you know that we're number one as far as car thefts in the nation? Ha. Yeah, 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 we went through some of those statistics yesterday. We, for years and years, were below the national average, and, and now we're not only above the national average, we... We have the dubious distinction of having the number one slot. I mean, great. Well, and the, one of the first in, uh, first things that is so important is that we be safe in our communities from the, this crime that we're seeing in in Colorado. Uh, last night, I had a, a, a forum at my house with uh, the candidates that were running for Douglas County Sheriff, and one of the candidates actually showed the increase of crime in Colorado over what the national average is, and it's of, uh, of great concern. So you're one of those people that decided to do something about it, Anthony Hartsuk. How can people get information about you? 
my website is anthonyhartsook.com. That's H-A-R-T-S-O-O-K. That's about my background. Um, I would love it if people can uh, go to that website and can read more about me. They can shoot me an email. Um, and then there's the donation pages on that website. I would appreciate their support. That would be fantastic. Okay. Well, Anthony Hartsook, one of my fellow Liberty Toastmasters, great to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Okay. Terry Goon. Who is our next guest? Our next guest is from Liberty Toastmasters North, and that is Greg Morrissey. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. How are we doing? Good. What are you going to speak on today? I'm going to speak on the uh, need for us to make the political change, navigate the political process in this country. And some of the stories I've been following, did you know that um, this year there are 48 congressmen and women quitting full-time? did not know it was that many. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. And to me, they're a mixture of Republican and Democrats. And to me, I'd like to find out, and if we could find, to talk to these people, why are they leaving? Well, is is it, are they retiring? Are some of them old? Do some of them, some of the scary thing I see with a number that large, maybe they see some challenges coming down the road and they don't want to be in the house when those challenges show up. Now, you read my mind. That's what I was thinking, Greg. Yeah, and I'm thinking if you're leaving Congress, there's senators and there's congressmen, tell us. Okay. Um, Give us the story. Give us part of the reason why you're doing this. Is there some issues coming down? Like, I see the stock market going down. There could be some serious market issues coming up here pretty quick. And our people should know and be prepared. But the fact that you've got 48 quitting this year alone, to me, that was like bells going off, ding, 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 something's wrong. <laughs> it looks like that, huh, Terry? It does. I wondered if perhaps they just didn't want to stand up and, and uh, deal with an opponent because of the way the winds of change are going. Yeah. What's your final thought on this, Greg? I hope the uh, people who are leaving their office. I hope people see that America have a great opportunity. Take us back, get Republicans in there, become a republic, be one nation under God, and have the majority of Republicans in the House, not Democrats. Well, and uh, Greg, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. I always love it when Greg is on. Always has such great thoughts. As we are talking about electing Republicans, though, when, uh, I've seen people on both sides of the aisle that like big government. Sometimes it's just that they want big government that that's their idea. And so we want to we want to elect small government Republicans, Terry Goon. I agree. Libertarian types that uh, believe in individual rights, the principles of the founders. Correct. So, Okay, who is our next guest, Terry Goon? Our next guest is from Liberty Toastmasters Denver, Jeff Reeves. Jeff. Good morning. Good morning. What were you going to speak on this morning? Well, I think one of the topics was navigating the federal bureaucracy. Um, So I have some thoughts about that. Uh, Today, the moneyed community has control of the economic thinking of the citizenry, and the aim of the moneyed community is to remain in control of the economy. That's big business, big uh, uh, industry groups, big government. Uh, but until we educate the citizenry and the citizenry identifies, recognizes, and commits to removing the impediments to liberty, liberty using the power given them by the Constitution of the United States of America, 
we will not restore the principles made that made the United States the greatest country in the world. Not the greatest government, which is sort of an oxymoron, but the greatest country of independent and free citizens. Navigating the federal bureaucracy uh, as, as, you, as you wander around there, as you look at all the different agencies, there's one agency that sort of stands out. And it stands out because it affects absolutely everybody in the country, including every agency of the federal government, including every employee of the federal government, including the congressman and the president. Uh, that, that entity, you might have already guessed, is the IRS. Um, and as an as a amateur Austrian economist, uh, I've been studying the, the IRS and its operations and how it works and, and so on for the past well, many decades, starting in 1974. And I've concluded that until we change the way the IRS operates, until we completely restructure that organization, there's no way we're ever going to restore the liberties of the people. And I've written a, a, a lengthy treatise on it. It's on Amazon. I would like everybody in the world to read it. Uh, and buy it, and, and uh, it, you could you could find it on Amazon Books under the uh, if you put in the thirty three percent three three eight percent side revolution by a period citizen. That's me, <laughs> um, uh, because I, I, I'm nobody, but I'm everybody. I'm, I'm the three hundred twenty million or so common folk, and. Uh, yeah, so, so you also can use a tiny URL, uh, tinyurl.com, the 33%, all one word. So until we restructure the IRS, until we restructure how our government is funded by the people, we're never going to restore the liberties that came to us through the first American Revolution. Um in fact, uh, there's one of the founders, Benjamin, he's the other guy from Philadelphia, right? Um, Benjamin Rush? Benjamin Rush. Benjamin Rush, yeah. Benjamin Rush said uh, at the end of the war, he said, the American war is over. The Revolutionary War is over. But the American Revolution has just begun. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Jeffrey Reeves, again, that book is The 33% Revolution by A. Citizen, correct? That's correct. Thank you. Jeffrey Reeves, thank you so much. Terry, there's always these nuggets. I love that. I'm nobody and I'm everybody. I, I love that very much. So we're going to go to break. Terry Goon is in studio. She is the president of Liberty Toastmasters North. Before we do that, though, this show comes to you because of great partners. Another one of them is Castlegate Knife and Tool. They are located right here in Sedalia, Colorado. They're a family-owned business. Hal and Linnea Van Herke are true entrepreneurs. And uh, they have knives from the best blade makers from throughout the world. So whether or not you are shopping for yourself, if you're a chef or a sportsman or a collector, or if you're buying a gift, Castlegate Knife and Tool is the place for you. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we have Terry Goon in studio. 
Three Points Financial is a fiduciary financial planning company focused on helping individuals and families. Mary Alpers and Steve Cruz at Three Points Financial specialize in investment strategies, tax planning and preparation, and retirement planning with no product sales or commissions. Tax laws have changed and will continue to change. Inflation is real. Three Points Financial helps you maneuver through these changes to achieve your financial success. For clarity and a solid, relevant financial and investment plan, while working with a company that puts your interests at the forefront, schedule a no-obligation initial consultation at threepointsfinancial.com. That's threepointsfinancial.com. Would you have ever dreamed that freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of assembly, and freedom of religion would be under assault and attack in America? Unbelievably, it is happening right before our eyes. That is why it is important to keep free-thinking, independent voices on the airwaves, the Internet, and social media. Kim Munson is one of those important voices. Help her keep independence alive. Go to KimMunson.com to contribute, to join Kim in the battle of ideas raging in America today. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for a weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. I greatly appreciate it. In studio with me is Terry Goon. She is the president of Liberty Toastmasters North and uh, always a great day at Liberty Toastmasters Day. So set this up again for us, Terry. So we're talking, we're doing table topics today, which is short little, uh, usually impromptu speeches. We have potential subjects that any of these folks can speak on, protecting individual rights, understanding what motivates people, how to navigate today's political infrastructure, or what it will take for America's, Americans to reclaim our founding principles. Okay, who's our next guest? Our next guest is from Liberty Toastmaster Denver, Bill Vetter. Bill, what do you have to say on which subject? Well, hi, Kim. It's always great to have a chance to speak a few words in favor of the ideas of liberty and justice. With respect to today's political attacks on what's left of our natural rights from both sides of the aisle, unfortunately, and how to reclaim our founding principles, it's difficult for me to be optimistic. Around the time of America's founding, a Scottish historian by the name of Alexander Titler noted that democracy cannot exist as a permanent form of government. It can only exist until the voters realize they can game the system and vote themselves money from the public treasury. From that moment on, the majority does exactly that. They vote for candidates who promise most benefits from the public treasury. The politicians can't live up to the promises. And, Titler said, a democracy always collapses over loose fiscal policy. Hmm. He admonished that such a collapse is always followed by a dictatorship. But, of course, all friends of liberty want to avert that endlessly repeated the decline and fall of X. The founding fathers tried to prevent both fiscal collapse and tyranny by making the United States a republic instead of a democracy and creating a structure that would prevent a tyranny of the majority, they succeeded spectacularly for about a century. And that success continued for another century, even while ambitious men chipped away at the structure, consistently altering it to benefit those in power. 
Some alterations were overt, like the income tax amendment, but misrepresented. Oh, it'll only apply to the very rich. (laughs) Others were more hidden, like the establishment of the Federal Reserve and its inevitable collaboration to replace money with fiat currency uh, with inevitable booms and busts and its worst effect, inevitable inflation. Others were simply usurpations, often rubber-stamped by the Supreme Court as if they were allowed by the Constitution, like so-called progressive movements of state-controlled schools and health care and endless controls by an unelected bureaucracy. In my view, political power corrupts both the morals and the judgment of those who wield it. That corruption has been shaping, has been happening throughout America's political landscape at every level. To erase it will require restructuring society, not just replacing those in power. And that restructuring will require relearning fundamental truths. Governments cannot create wealth, and no one in government can possibly make life's choices for you better than you can. Hmm. I would like to think that this century's attacks on natural liberty, whether in the name of public health, the environment, or national security, are starting to be widely recognized as a form of tyranny here, even though it still pretends to be kinder and gentler. Those who believe in liberty must reduce their own reliance on government and do everything they can to educate anyone in the younger generations as to the values supporting self-government, respect for others, honesty, hard work, self-reliance. If you're one of the people in government but not yet corrupted by political power, recognize and cherish that and consciously work to limit that power in your colleagues. That's, that's my thoughts for today, Kim. Wow, I'm going to ponder that all day, Terry Goon. I, I will, too. I took a lot of notes there on that, especially looking up Mr. Titler himself. Okay. so Hey, Bill Vetter, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Kim. And just think about this, Terry. When people attend as guests, you get to hear all these different ideas kicked around like this by these great, these great uh, fellow members. Okay, who's our, our next one? Our final guest this morning is Rick Rome from Liberty Toastmasters Denver. Rick. Kim, Terry. Hello, thank you for this opportunity. So today I want to talk a little bit about understanding what motivates people. After all, that's what we do in Toastmasters clubs, and most of our projects are structured that way. Six years ago, and I know this because I was at the Western Conservative Summit, and and I was working with the various Senate candidates trying to overthrow Bennett at that time, and we were promoting, unbelievably, Toastmasters. And so... At the, at the summit, you see the candidates and all the people walking by, and I noticed one candidate in particular. He had his 10-gallon hat, his bolo tie, and that cowboy swagger. And I recognized him as one of the gentlemen who was running for, for the Senate seat, and we'd already had the primary. And he had gotten a total of six votes, and I think two of them were his mother. So it was, it was a failed candidacy, and I asked him, I thought, I'm going to set the hook with this guy, because if anybody needs Toastmasters, this guy does. And I said, Charlie? <clears throat> What is it that, that motivates people? How do we get our message out? How do we improve our messaging? And he, and he told me two things. He said, Rick, you can scare them, and when you scare people, they will run to safety and they will stop. And frankly, we've seen this play out on the Communist News Network with all the, the pedophile and 
sex molester anchors on, on there, and they've been doing Russia, 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 COVID, COVID, COVID. That's all they do all day long. It's easy to see. Then he said you can inspire them. And if you can get people inspired, then they'll cross burning deserts, they will climb mountains, and they'll wade across the Potomac in the middle of winter. Oh. But what is it that takes an inspired message? There's three components to it. And I've, I've learned this through the Toastmaster program and other speakers. First, it has to be grounded in truth. If it's not grounded in truth, you're telling a lie, and you go to hell for lying, same as stealing. And all you're doing with a lie is trying to scare people. It has to be a rational argument, or a it has to be grounded in a rational idea. And the reason for this is, it's not the leader and the vision that's so important, it's the first guy that follows that. Because if he can articulate a vision for the le from the leader's mind, or the leader's mouth, or whatever that vision is, it gives everyone else permission to believe that it's reasonable and, and follow along. So, I mean, that is the key, key player in any kind of inspired message or inspired movement. And lastly, it has to be beautiful. It has to be touched by grace in some way. Because we can't forget that spiritual part of our humanity, and that's the, the, the essential component, that spark of, of, of humanity that's so critical to everything that we do in our society and everything that we do with, with our souls and, and how we treat each other and find our faith and find our, our muse, if those are the terms that you think in. So I think if we, if we really focus on building these kinds of inspired messages, we have a real opportunity here to step up and, and reclaim those things that are great about this nation and reclaim the wonderful blessings that we have in, in liberty and freedom and family and, and country. Rick Rome, president of Liberty Toastmasters Denver, thank you so much. Thank Terry. You. I'm just speechless with what we've learned today. Yeah, we're, we're at almost at the end of the show. How do you want to wrap this up? Well, I, I want to just point out I love how Rick brought it all back to what Anthony started with, courage and leadership, and how to get there. He, Rick gave us three particular specific points, whereas Anthony was talking about courage and leadership, and that's what we need to motivate us. So that was, that was fantastic. I don't know if, if Liberty Toastmasters Denver planned that. Or it just happened. I think it just happened. Rick, you're still on the line. How can people get more information about Liberty Toastmasters? So go to Toastmasters.org, find a club, type in Liberty Toastmasters Denver, Liberty Toastmasters North. Uh, it invariably leads you back to the site and, and do find a club. Um, it's We meet the first and third Saturday. North meets on the second and fourth. And it's always a, a wonderful discussion with great people who are inspired and motivated to, to bring their communities to a great place. And I know Liberty Denver has both the in-person and online uh, opportunity. Is that the same uh, uh, up in Liberty? No, North? we strictly do in-person. Okay. Yep. I like the in-person. And then, uh, Rick, we normally, many of us go out for lunch afterwards, and that's where the real conversation goes. Yeah, well, we, we don't comment on policy when we're in the meeting. We comment on technique <laughs> and that when we talk about policy. <laughs> Absolutely. Rick Rome, thank you so much. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. Okay. Terry, we're just about out of time. Uh, anything else you want to say before we get to the quote of the, the end of the, the day? I just wanted to mention, if, if people haven't noticed, within Courage and Leadership, we had two two district attorneys that 
faced down Governor Polis yesterday with a letter concerning the uh, sentencing or the reduction of the sentence of that uh, oh. truck driver. So that, uh. I found that was interesting. One is Republican, one is Democrat. Interesting. And, uh, they definitely had courage and took some leadership. And uh, even though this is a messy time, Billa talked about what we need to do to reclaim. I mean, we, we look at this. We were made for this moment. And uh, we, as Americans, have to step into this. We have to get our brains around these principles. That's why Liberty Toastmasters North is so important. So first we have to understand it. Then we have to be able to articulate it. And as Rick said, we our, our message needs to be grounded in truth. It needs to be a rational idea and something beautiful. Terry, it's always great to have you here. Great to be here, Kim. Thank you. And our quote for the end of the day is James Madison. And I, I wanted to get quotes about rights. And this is what he said. The rights of persons and the rights of property are the objects for the protection of which government was instituted. Beautiful, huh? That is beautiful. Okay. My friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, Listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America. 